Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I chat with Kelsey Kinnemeyer. The Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I will bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. All right, so a little background. Kelsey and I have known each other for about a year now. I've been one of her guest contributors to her trellis and the Zine um, six-month publication. So now we are on the last one of our my six-month guests contributing um, here in August. And then she'll have a new fresh batch of people coming in to contribute for, um, I believe it's September through December. No, that's not six months. For the next six months. So it starts in September. Um, or is that six months? Okay. Anywho, Andrea, back on track. Um, that's my little talking to myself, apparently. But she has that publication and she has um, a topic for the, the theme of the month. And then we all, um, all four or five of us who are contributors, we write our pieces for that month. And it's worked out so beautiful and it's such a lovely um, publication. So if you're interested in kind of self-development and self-growth, which we do talk about on today's episode, that's a great little publication to check out. And then we also talk about planning. So she has a new trellis and the vine planner that's coming out. And I've been a part of her test group for that. And I've been loving it. I also am a planner geek. I love to plan. Um, that's how I get literally everything done is by batching stuff, um, having stuff planned out ahead of time, knowing what I'm going to do, you know, not only with my health routine, but with my business and, um, you know, even on the podcast, what, what it's all going to look like. So I have all of that planned out and I love a nice planner and a planner that is useful. And I love that this planner actually comes with coaching calls with Kelsey. Cause I think that's also half the battle is when we get the planners. Um, I know a lot of people need that accountability. Like you need that person to cheer you on and say, Hey, are you doing what you said you we're going to do. And, um, especially if you're kind of out there by yourself, you know, if you're a stay at home mama, or if you are running your own business and you don't have anyone else that is helping you cheer you on, this is kind of a great way to add in that coach aspect to make sure you are doing what you say you want to do. So without further ado, here is today's episode with Kelsey. Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm super excited. I have Kelsey Kinemeyer here with me today and Kelsey and I have been working on, um, projects, trellis and design, trellis and the vine. Um, and I'm really excited to introduce you guys to Kelsey. So I'm going to kind of ask you first, Kelsey, rather than giving us a little bit of background, because I uh, already read that in our intro. So I want to kind of know what you're most excited about right now in your life. Oh my gosh. Well, hi, thank you for having me. Um, oh my gosh. I am the most excited about, um, this product that I'm launching. It's called Trellis and the Vine. And I think the reason why I'm so excited is because I'm such a nerd for like systems and processes and schedules and just bringing just visions and ideas into the material world. And I love doing that for myself, but I really geek out and I love doing that for other people um, to the point where I kind of have to contain myself. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I'm um, most excited about launching this um, product and service that helps um, other, like helps others launch and manifest and create and bring into the material world um, goods, services, ideas, concepts that um, they're really passionate about. Um, so yeah, that is what I'm the most excited about right now. 
I love it. And I've been using her planner and I am, I am also loving it. Um, and I want to kind of talk about that because I think you have a lot of things going on. You know, you have two different big projects that are going on right now. Yeah. And if someone's listening and they're like, how do you kind of manage, um, and this can be like any projects or any areas in your life. So this can be, um, like how do you manage like two different maybe projects? And then on top of like, you're traveling quite a bit and, yeah. um, you know, how do you stay on top of all of those things where you're staying? Cause I know you're an Airbnb right now. And like, how do you keep track of it all? So that's kind of where this planner was really like, I, I designed this planner because like I wanted it for myself. Um, I'm such, again, just this nerd that I love planners. I love just organizing and like being in this analog world of scheduling things. Um, and I could never really stick to one. I could never find one that I really liked. Um, the closest I could get to, uh, do you ever remember uh, the planners you had for school where you had the different subjects and the different columns or rows per subject, but then each subject had its own day block? Yes. Um, it was kind of born from that concept. Like I was really gravitated towards like teacher's planners or student planners. Yeah. Um, and it was more of, I have all these different ideas and services and products and like aspects of my life that were just happening with like within their own schedules and their own timelines. And they were just all over, like, I just had them all over the place in different planners. And I wanted to, I ended up just like creating something where I could see each project or each service or each product's own timeline and schedule in its own column or its own area. But I also had it in a view where I could see everything together. So I really loved timelines and just mapping things out down the line of what I wanted to bring it out into fruition, whether it's next month or next year or like I'm such, and I don't get super wrapped up in like the three year or five year timeline, but I like thinking kind of where do I want to be in that time? Um, and, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought, but I like seeing things in a long form like even if it's just a year out I love mapping out to the year but then um I created this piece where I could see all my different projects in a year from a year out but then really have a month view of that and break that into break that down and like zoom in in this analog sense into this month and figure out all right, what do I need to hit this month? And what do I need to hit down to this week? Or within this moment, what do I need to do right now to make this idea come to life five, six, ten, however many months from now? Um, so it's really just honing in on what is this that I want to create and breaking it down into this just bite-sized tasks of what do I need to do right in this moment? And um, I really just, again, I made this planner for myself and realized that so many other people around me are so passionate about creating their own work or like they're walking down their own heart path. Like they're taking the road less traveled and they're just doing what makes them excited. And I, whenever someone shares an idea, but they're like, Oh, I don't quite know how to do that. I'm just like, really? You do this and then you back it out. And then I just, I can sit there and, just give you the skeleton. Like I'm so good at like making the skeleton for people to throw their meat on or yeah. know, that came out weird, but like to <laughs> like build on to. Um, and 
I, I realized I love doing that and I have a knack of doing that. So, um, yeah, the planner was really built from that and like was born from that. And then, um, the other thing that came of that is, um, the other aspect where there's the planner, the guidebook, but then these guided calls because everyone who's going down their own heart path or their own like passion, like life, um, they typically tend to be pretty solo and they tend to be doing their work alone. Um, they're like solopreneurs or they're just the only one doing that type of work in that immediate environment. Like they're just running their own business and it gets pretty lonely and you get pretty stuck and you don't really have anyone there to empathize or know what you're going through or what you're, how you're feeling. So um, I created this, service side of it that is this optional add-on piece to the sky fucking planner where I'm just walking alongside of you. I'm not coaching you or leading you. I'm just being your guide or I'm just walking alongside of you while you're going this down this path. And I'm there to be a sounding board. I'm there to mirror what you're going through, what you're feeling and saying and doing. And I'm there to help you get unstuck whenever you get emotionally or mentally or physically or like energetically stuck in something um, I'm there to help shake up that energy and help um, move you past that um, but then also just like being a cheerleader or just helping process uh, thoughts and ideas you have or even just affirm ideas that you have um, because yeah like that's one it's really hard to run your own business or create your own content or products and it's really hard to then, it's even harder to do that on your own. So yeah, it's just this idea of if you're hiking this trail, it's nice to have a person accompanying you. Like they're not doing the work for you. They're just hiking alongside of you. Mm, I love that. And then when you're, when you're thinking about, so I'm thinking like the practicality, you know, point of planning. So sometimes what people tell me is they're like, oh, I don't have time. I want to know like on your end, how much time do you actually like devote to planning or planning out, mapping out your week or even your month? Like how long does it take you now that you've done this for, I'm assuming for many, many years, uh, I'm assuming for me, I know it gets faster the more I practice and the more I do it. I'm thinking yeah. you're probably in the same boat. Yeah. I, um, I'm really big into, so it honestly happens as I go. Um, I, I do like to sit down like on Sunday nights or Mondays before I touch any emails or do any calls. Um, I do like to sit down and look at this yearly or monthly calendar and see what do I need to do right now? Like what is within this day or this week to do? So I do spend about, um, I do like to try to spend an hour um, each week just discussing what do I need to do looking ahead for this coming week. Um, but oh, honestly, a lot of my planning, that kind of happens um, in the moment. So if I'm um, working on like conceptualizing an idea or if I'm uh, developing an aspect of a service or a product, um, I kind of get really in the zone and it's just, it's almost like this checkpoint or something where um, if I spend time um, and I'm in this like really in this type of energy that I'm really like in this visioning energy or developing energy. Um, I will really spend a lot of time mapping it out. Or if I'm working on mapping out a campaign or a launch, like that's when 
it's just that kind of happens in the moment for sure. Um, and that's so with this guidebook, um, there's a lot of exercises or content around um, this more like feminine and masculine balance within a business and creating a business. And I know that you're super into the moon and lunar energies. And one of the focuses in this guidebook is observing your own energy and the relation to the moon. So you have four phases of the moon and you have this work do energy with the um, first quarter moon. You have to celebrate and play with the full moon. You have this rest and unwind and clear with the third quarter. But with that new moon, you have this planning energy. You have this intention setting energy. And while you feel those uh, underlining energies each week of the moon phase, I always, like one of the practices I I want to instill in people with the sky book is observe those four energies within your day to day. You go through all four of those energies. And like it's, I think people get so caught up in, Oh my gosh, myself included um, with having to work and do and be productive. And there's so much value on that. And I honestly, like that's my favorite mode to be in too. But there's a lot of value of resting. Like it's a duality. There's two sides to it um, that you have to rest and plan and reflect in order to do and exert. Like it's just, it's 50, 50. So um, I always kind of say if there's a moment where you get kind of caught up and you're exhausted to the point where you just, you can't go on anymore. Or even if you catch yourself before you get to that point, like definitely take a moment to, relax, unwind, give yourself permission to do nothing. And just like, that's when you receive all this insight. Um, you can't receive if you're constantly exerting and doing. Um, so to, to go back to your question, I do try to take an hour out of my week um, before it starts um, or as it's ending. But a lot of it, I will plan if that's like what I'm feeling in my body. If I'm not feeling like I can work or not feeling if I can um, play, it's just, it just kind of comes to me and I just let that come through and let that happen. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I know one of the things that you shared, uh, I think a couple of questions ago, but you talked about releasing, you help people release energetic blocks. So mm-hmm. I want you to talk a little bit about a, if someone's like, what does that mean? Like what that means maybe in like uh, layman's terms, even like, okay, this is exactly what it means. Or um, like, how, how do you go about doing that? So after you kind of like explain maybe what it is, like how, or if people can't work with you, you know, right now, but they're like, I actually want to work on releasing blocks. How could they could do it at home? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I'll kind of talk about what it looks like because it's a hard thing to put your finger on just because these blocks happen in a very intangible way. So if you think about like these different aspects of yourself, like you have this physical aspect of yourself as like your physical body and your being like everything they can see and touch around you. Um, but you also have like this mental aspect of you. You have this emotional aspect of you and you have this energetic soul aspect of yourself. And um, the last three the uh, mental, emotional and soul energy is, are these like very intangible bodies that like it's hard to really understand, especially if you don't have um, a lot of awareness built up around it yet. 
um, or if you don't have the language built up around it. Um, and you get these very intangible blocks and they can manifest basically. So um, whenever I'm creating new content or creating like, it happens whenever I'm putting out my work into the world. And I think this is a thing that a lot of people get caught up is just like vulnerable vulnerability traps of like just putting your work out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I start getting these like fears and these very intense, like these blocks within my mental and emotional and energetic bodies. And it really manifests physically so I'll start like Netflix binging I'll start avoiding and I'll start shutting off and I would just like really just freeze up and because I'm scared to share this work I'm scared of the what ifs or I'm scared of it failing or Mm -hmm. I'm scared of it whatever it is like there's so many fears and there's been so many times where like you work through like it kind of you get a moment where you kind of shut off and especially if you've overexerted yourself um, and your, your body just resets and it shuts down into this rest mode that I've got to the point of, if I get to the point where I overexert myself, I definitely allow my body just to sit, like shut down. Mm-hmm. But there's also like, it definitely could swing into the unhealthy where like you start going into these numbing habits of Netflix binging or eating sugar or being a couch potato, like whatever it is. And I definitely have learned to like lean into that a little bit and not have so much guilt and shame and like allow that to happen for a little bit, but swinging back, like how do you swing back? Um, So once like, you're always able to like get back on your feet. But one thing with these calls and helping people um, like overcome those blocks, is just streamlining that process. It's helping someone identify or mirror like, well, like you're going through, like what's, what is this you're going through or what's behind this? Like what's underneath of this? And really helping someone get to that core and identifying what is it that they're scared of or what is it that they're feeling or thinking. Um, because a lot of times, they're like just limiting beliefs. They're not necessarily um, like the fears could be real, but it's just not like, it's not true. And it's just, I don't know. I feel like I've always wanted someone to help me go through that process of really uncovering what's behind this block or what's underneath in this block or even helping me like call out that that's what I'm going through. And again, like you're able to get through it and like get back up on your feet. But it's just this idea of if you have someone that's um, like walking alongside of you or um, being able to be a mirror for you, like you're just able to get through that a little bit quicker or um, whistle. I don't know, just with a friend or like a companion or I don't know, I guess the energy blocks are for sure hard to really express because they can be so intangible. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question. Um, no, I mean, I think it do. I, I think it does. Cause I think you, um, you know, you kind of talked about the need for even like that support system. Cause I think that, especially if you have some deep energetic blocks and you're not sure where they come from, like just having that, you know, maybe just that second pair of ears where you're just telling them and they're like, Oh, I can, you know, you can easily pick that out. Just like for me training or, you know, working with some like Ayurvedic clients they are like, Oh, like I can see this and like, just pick out right away. I'm like, 
well, this is what's causing this issue. And they're just like, whoa, yeah. you know, and it's, it's kind of like that where you, that's your specialty. Like that's your zone of genius. And that's what you can kind of pick out. And I think that everyone has their, you know, area and that just happens to be yours. And I think that's, um, you know, I, I think that's super helpful because that's where I always am like, here's what I think, you know, sometimes we're kind of like, I think this is it, but then just having someone else listen and say, nope, that for sure is, or actually, have you looked at this area in your life? Um, for sure. That's what I and think like, it that's helps. Definitely, oh my gosh, yeah. And like, that's definitely a part of, I think, my like personal brand or like my drive as an um, individual is this idea of helping people heal and grow as individuals and then even like grow their business. So, um, we've been talking about Trials to the Vine, which is all about helping someone grow their business or like grow down their passionate, like heartfelt path. Um, but like the sister side, like the sister product or piece to this is Trials to the Zine, which is all about healing and growth as an individual. So um, there are these two like sister products or sister pieces that um, like the Zine definitely helps people um, like overcome old limiting beliefs or blocks or old past pains and um, really just helps heal and overcome that. So yeah, there's just, um, there's definitely like that aspect of helping individual growth and healing and blocks. And um, yeah, the zine is more than like, okay, where can we build from there? Or how can we grow from there as well as a business or product or service or yeah, however you want to integrate it. I like that. Yeah. Uh, and I want to talk about that too, because I think, you know, with Trellis and the Zine, um, you have six main topics with issues and uh, like with your every monthly issue that comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you choose them? Like, how did you pick? Can you say what they are? Um, and then yeah, just so, say how they came about. Yeah. Um, so... Each, okay, so each series has a group of contributors, and you're a contributor for series one, and um, they all have different modalities and backgrounds. Um, so it's typically an alternative um, healing or alternative uh, modality. So um, like your Ayurveda, there's a Kashuk record reading, there's he, uh, Reiki healing, astrology, um, a lot of intuitive coaching. Um, it's just all over the board. And... Um, there each so each series has six issues six monthly issues within it each issue has its own topic and so the topics are self money home health relationships and passion and how i got to these topics um well i knew i wanted that's a pretty good question um there is this one exercise and i don't know if it's where it originated from, but it's this idea of like these like seven to 10 pillars of life, like these different areas within your life um, and how people can develop and grow um, and hone each of those areas of their life. So that was kind of where this started to, um, this concept came from of all these different topics of like what, like just covering this, all the different areas of your life. Um, but then when I went to start like distilling them down and um, deciding on like what is overall topic name, I was looking at um, the astrology houses. So when you get your natal chart read, um, there are 12 houses and each house has a different theme around it. And there's like personal identity, there's like children's upbringing, creativity, there's relationships, 
um, career. And I started looking at those and really continuing to like distill them down into um, just a few topics. So yeah, I, I just, I, these are just kind of what everything just boils down to, like these main overhead topics. But um, like the home topic could definitely, like each of these topics can like, be pretty faceted. So like the home topic, for example, like it's not necessarily with your physically, physically, physical house. It is this, what is the sense of home? Like home within your body, home within this mental state, home within this physical state. So, um, each contributor definitely has free reign to create whatever type of work they want to create within their modality around that topic. And um, I kind of just let them have free roam and there's just so much like beauty and so much like beautiful work that comes for, from like not restraining or being so strict on what, a to- like what the topic is. Um, so yeah, but I, you know, the topic, to answer your question, the topics just came from, like the major areas of your life. Um, and yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about one of the, I mean, one of the issues is, cause I think this one can be a tricky one and um, just kind of as a wrap up question um, is finding your passion. Cause I think this yeah. is one that I, you know, I hear about quite a bit and I know um, you know, sometimes actually, even if you know what your passion is, so this is going to be kind of a twofold per Andrew usual, I guess right now, <laughs> but, um, like how, a, maybe how do you find your passion and B, what if you like know what your passion is, but you're kind of scared to step into that next evolution of yourself and you can't fully live into that new passion. Do you have any tips around either of those? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I, I really stressed out about that. Um, I really, um, when I came into myself of like just realizing who I am and started like being aware of who I am as a person and what values are mine and really just having this like identity crisis at the age of like 21, 22 and um, realizing that like I was going, I went through this whole process of peeling back like everything that the world kind of like parents and peers and upbringing caked onto me and like went through this process of like, who am I and really deep diving into that. And, um, that process was like coming into my own. It was like all these different modalities that you're seeing in these zines have helped me understand who I am and the type of work I'm supposed to be doing. So, um, and I've always like just dabbled across them. So, um, I started, like, I got my needle chart read, and I started interpreting, interpreting that and really understanding, like, different stories or archetypes or energy patterns that were at play in my life. And um, that was really interesting because it helped me, like, um, I don't know, it just it helps, like, give a reasoning or explanation into what you're doing. And I, and then, like, Akashic Record Reading, like, starting to go into, like, these different ideas of, like, past lives and, like, why am I here in this life? And, um, you know, you go into all these things with, like, a healthy dose of, like, dash skepticism. Like, you don't go, like, you want a balance of, um, just, you don't want to be completely in, like, buying and eating everything up, like, you, but you don't want to be overly skeptical. So, like, having that healthy balance of skepticism, um, I'm rambling, um, but 
yeah, I went through this like process of like, who am I and who am I not? And like getting to the core of like feeling back all this BS. Um, and then I got really stuck on, well, what is my purpose for being here? Like what, what am I supposed to be doing? And I got really stuck on that for a while. And, um, I was looking at like the things that I gravitated towards. Um, and I was looking at like Enneagram types and tests and, um, just like going through my own like healing and like personal growth work. And, um, I know like that's just where I started seeing these patterns of, I get a lot of drive and joy from helping others, um, ever since a very young age. And I also like really nerded out about scheduling and I'm just like such a geek for systems and processes and data and like, like analyzing that data and finding the patterns within it. And, um, I noticed that like that was just something that I I was just doing for myself. I was almost creating like Charles Nazine and these products and these services just to create the process behind it. Um, so I noticed that like those were just patterns that and like strengths that I had within myself and something that I really enjoyed. And um, I knew that I, like you said, traveling, like um, how I've been traveling, like that was also another thing where I wanted to be in this place where I was just constantly traveling. Like I didn't, I, I, I don't really enjoy being stagnant in one area for too long. So it's just, I think a lot of it was, <laughs> I have this like point that I want to get to and I'm just dancing around it. Um, <laughs> but that's how you like, that's what you do with your life passion. Like you dance around it until like you're able to define it. Um, but when I was traveling and working and like creating this process and systems around trials and regime, I was having these like moments of like surreality of like, Oh, this is what life is supposed to feel like. Like life doesn't have to feel like what society tells you to feel like, or what everyone else does. It's like kind of mundane world. But that, like, that's just how I saw it. This like nine to five, uh, like you're working for someone else or you're doing something like you're someone else's hands to create what they want. And, um, that was kind of like that gray world I was coming from or living in, but I was getting these like moments and glimpses of like this surreal world and the surreal life of the travel and creating and doing what I wanted to do. And there's this like line, this, um, quote that came to me and it's, um, reality is an illusion and surreality is actuality. So those moments of that surreal living like wherever you find there's like deep moments of joy and like when you are being your most authentic self and like where you connect to the most passionate parts of your life like that is how it's supposed to be like that's how your life is supposed to be and this idea of how it should be or how it is and if you're not happy like that's an illusion like it doesn't like once you get those moments of this joy so passionate living and like you get that like heart like <laughs> like that heartbeat feeling like that that like amount of joy and love like you're I think people don't realize that like, they're allowed to have that and they're entitled to that they're allowed to live whatever way that they want to live and they're allowed to live their heart path they're allowed to live like this like passion-filled life and I think my, like my purpose in life is to help other people get to that point and like align their life to their passion, to their desires, because I think people have this huge limiting belief that they can't have that and that's not for them. And really it's just 
you can create, like, once you start doing it, it's a muscle. Like, once you start doing it, you can literally create whatever life you want. You just have to identify that for yourself of what kind of life do you want, and you can have it. I love that. And I think (laughs) (laughs) no, I mean, you can follow it. And I think that, um, I mean, it's, yeah, like everything you were saying just about like what we've been programmed to do or listen to, um, you know, again, like I've just been fortunate because I grew up, you know, I'm the daughter of a farmer and farmers are not traditional, like nine to five jobs. And, um, that's like, a great blessing, I guess, for me doing what I'm doing now, or even just doing my own business. Um, like my husband has much more of a mindset of, well, where are we going to get our insurance from? And I'm like, you just get it yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, and just like, I'm like, what about dental insurance or eye insurance? I'm like, I've never had it. Like growing up, we just saved and paid out of pocket, you know, it's just a different mindset, um, that I grew up with around, I guess, running a business and like being off on your own that, I'm grateful for having and just have, I can see from like my husband's perspective, like the different perspective. And, you know, friends ask me too, cause that's their concern. If that was kind of what you grew up with, that's kind of what you see as the norm. And so that's yeah. something to kind of look at too, and just kind of analyze, you know, in your life is where do these stories come from and why do I think, you know, this is the way that even it has to be when, you know, really it, we can be whatever whatever way you want and like whatever you're passionate about, like trying to look at that. And again, I don't think that everyone is built necessarily to run their own business, um, you know, but you can find your passion working a job. Like my husband does knew he wasn't going to work a nine to five job and he doesn't, he chose not to have one. You know, he works with kids and um, you know, coaching basketball stuff that he loves to do rather than having a desk job. And does it pay as well? Probably not as what he would at a nine to five per se, but that's what he loves to do. And I'm like, I'm totally fine with that. I'm letting, I would rather have you be happy at the end of the day than at a miserable job that you hate going to because we spend so much yeah. of our time on our, you know, within our job. Yeah. And honestly too, like a nine to five job, like that traditional conventional path, how could you sure still be someone's like passionate path mm-hmm. um like that could totally align um but yeah like i yeah there's, there's so many things that i just want to <laughs> say based off of what you just said um but yeah whatever it is that you're passionate about like you are like in this lifetime like it's just if you like really step back like it's such a small lifetime that like you deserve to have whatever you want in it and there is definitely like my back like my growing up my parents are very all about like job security and like you sacrifice like your happiness for security and whether that's like having the insurance for your job or like uh, getting paid consistently or having something that's just a a known quantity is what it is um it's that's something that like you really kind of had to death or I had to like rewrite for myself. And the thing is, and Katie Garber actually has a really good activity in um, this issue six coming out in for August um, of Charles Mazine, which is our passion issue. Um, she has this activity and her and I are always fall into this conversation that um, like your passion, like what you're passionate about and the work that comes through it is all this like heart-led path like it's this um road less taken versus um this like traditional nine-to-five corporate or whatever it is like these typical 
jobs are more this head path. It's just like this logic path. It's the road most traveled. Like everyone knows what it looks like. But then the heart, heart path um, is like that road less traveled and it's road less taken. And it's one you're typically walking by yourself. And yeah. there's so many unknown quantities and you're like, this is like where you're meant to be. And like you come into this life to go down this path, whatever it looks like. And your head kind of creeps in. It's like, well, what about X, Y, and Z? What about insurance? What about like housing and paying for rent and all these like different things. And it's just like the head starts doubting the heart. And like, you then get this kind of, like you trip up and you get stuck and you like, kind of have this misalignment and yeah like that's kind of where the energy block comes from is like this head is creeping in and saying what if what if what if where like your heart knows the way like it has like it's just I don't know like that's just like the idea of where this planner and guidebook and guided calls come in it's just helping walk alongside this heart path setting up that brain or like answering its questions um and yeah, just like reconnecting to like your core self, your core being, and your core passion for sure. Ooh, I can't wait to read about that one in the next issue. Um, so, if people are like, "Where can I connect with you at Kelsey? Where can they find you?" Oh man. Okay, so you can find me on Instagram at Charles in the Zine. Um, I have a website, TrellisInTheZine.com, and um, the Vine is launched so we have a soft launch for the this last quarter of 2019 um and you can find all the information for that at charles in the vine or i'm sorry charles in the zine.com um slash vine and you can find more information about what that product and service looks like um and if you guys ever ever have a question or want to reach out you can always email me too. And that's Kelsey at trellisandesign.com. Oh, I love it. Um, yeah. Now I have one final question for you. And I like to throw out a weekly challenge to all the listeners. And when I have guests <laughs> on, I have you throw out the weekly challenge. So what would you like that challenge to be this week? <laughs> I, I'm going to keep this around the passion topic. Um, I would you in this next week or you the listener to whether it's writing or drawing or collaging and vision boarding like if you could have everything in this lifetime that you wanted and you had zero limitations to have it to do it to create it what would you create what would your life look like right now or even five years down the road from now what would, like, if you could have anything and live any way and do anything, what would that look like? Oh, I love that. All right. Perfect. I wrote yeah. it down. I am going to, I'm going to have to think on that as well. That's awesome. So thank yeah. you so much, Kelsey, um, for sharing all of your wisdom and your gifts. And I can't wait for people to check out all of the products that you're putting out in this world and services. Cause I think they are needed and they're coming from your, you know, heartfelt space. And I can feel that when I hop on calls with you. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thank you for having me here today. Yeah, yeah. And everyone, go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclawson.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type.
And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the peaceful power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.